0: Welcome, welcome. This is The Dish with Shayla Brown. This is a new podcast that we have coming out weekly on Wednesdays, Wednesday hump day for the week. And we talk about anything and everything and no topic is off the table. And at this point, you're going to get to know me. I'm going to end up getting to know you. And we're going to touch on just about everything. And I shoot just... Straight. I just tell it like it is (laughs) It comes from wisdom. It comes from personal experiences. It's just it's just me and we're just gonna talk So why why the podcast because i'm a talker I talk a lot and people have been telling me for a long time I needed to either write a book or I needed to, you know, have some sort of a show or what have you and so here It is. This is our podcast. So let's get started Today's topic marriage are you considering marriage? And if so, (laughs) what kind of partner are you considering? Because marriage itself is not for the weak at heart. It's one of those things where, you know... It's either something that you've always dreamt about, it's something that you either fall into, it's something that maybe other people are pushing you forward. It can even be like families, like your family is like said, oh, you have to get married by a certain time, or there's pressure. Even if you have like siblings and everybody else in the family is married and has children, and you're like the last one, there's a variety of different reasons as to why marriage can um, come into play for you. And so, one of the things we are going to talk about today is who you choose to marry. Like the person that you're dating? Or is every date that you go on marriage material? No, they're not. (laughs) Just to answer that question. They're not. Okay, so considering marriage. Why? Why are you considering marriage? What are some of the reasons for you? I actually didn't consider marriage for a very long time. That's just my personal opinion. I wasn't considering marriage. I was focused on career and what have you, and at one point I decided I just wanted the child. I didn't even want the marriage. But this is not about me. Let's talk about you. So the person that you're considering, I personally feel like there's a variety of things that you have to look for, characteristics that you have to look for in your partner. And one of those is they have to be trustworthy. You have to trust them. And it's beyond, like, the whole cheating thing. Like, you have to trust them to have your best interests at heart. You have to trust that, you know, like, what they say is actually what they mean. Like, trust covers, like, a lot of different things. And that trust, that trust thing, that is, like, at the top of the list. You have to trust them as, like, everything that they've told you about themselves has to be real like (laughs) that's trust because once you start finding out all those things and none of that is true that trust is broken and then what okay loyalty so loyalty and trust are totally different i believe that in talking to other people that there's a loyalty issue amongst male females especially if you were one that was out in the field quite a bit (laughs) and you don't fully understand like what loyalty really means and loyalty means, like, I'm going to be your ride or die. Like, no matter what happens, I'm going to be loyal to you no matter what. If somebody says something about you, you can guarantee I'm, I'm riding for you. I'm speaking for you because I'm loyal to you. If something comes up and somebody, you know, is tempting you with something, at the end of the day, you know that you're coming back to that person because that's loyalty. So those two things, extremely important. And here's another. The love factor. Love is overrated. You can be in love, but you got to have straight love for somebody else in order to go the distance when it comes to marriage because marriage is not for the weak at heart. So if you're considering someone in particular, you're considering a partner, don't just think about marriage. Don't just think about the wedding. It's got to be about the actual person. You've got to have more than just love for them. you got to have a passion for them. You have to have a mutual respect. You have to have something that goes beyond being in love because when it comes to marriage, you're going to be in and out of love with your partner. You're going to love them, but you may not be in love with them the entire time. So it's got to be more than just love. You literally have to like the person because being in a marriage and you don't like the person, a whole lot of things can happen. <laughs> like you can stop talking to them, you can stop having sex with them, you can stop touching, like just the intimacy level in general. You can stop listening to them, which is extremely important to not stop listening to your partner. So there's so many things to like consider in marriage, and you know, and some of the things that I hear, like one of the biggest issues is cheating, which we can talk on that on a whole nother episode because that's an episode by itself. But cheating. In marriage prior to marriage in marriage like you know you got to be with somebody who's not a cheater because when you actually get married you're expecting that that person is going to be for you with you only you unless you have some arrangement that you've already made from the beginning but here's a personal tip that I found a long time before and this one is for the ladies and men you should actually hear this too because from a male's perspective it makes sense but this tip is for the ladies How you govern yourself with a man when you're dating or when you're his girlfriend is how you're setting yourself up for when he marries you. Do you understand what I mean by that? So like how you allow him to treat you when you're dating is exactly how he's going to end up treating you in marriage. Then there's those other cases where you just get blindsided and some other stuff comes up that's totally irregardless of what i'm talking about what i'm talking about is this as a female if in the case that he's only coming to your house on weekends and you don't see him throughout the entire week or he's every single thing that comes up there's always an excuse and you always accept the excuse and you've never like put him on notice that the excuse is not enough. Stop giving me excuses. Make me a priority, or what have you, or, or communicate. And he wasn't communicating before. And you're not like trying to structure the communication. Or let's say you're the one who you do everything, all the cleaning, <laughs> you do, you do all the laundry, all everything. He's gonna assume that that's exactly how you're gonna carry it when it gets to marriage. The same thing with finances. If you're the only one that pays, and you take every bill and you do everything prior to marriage it's going to be expected that you're just going to do the same thing in marriage and that is the reverse as well so for men if you're doing everything but you don't want to be that husband that is like doing everything you want it to be a 50-50 partnership understand that if you are covering everything and you haven't had that conversation with that female during your dating thing she's expecting that i'm about to marry a man that's basically going to be taking care of me It goes both ways. So just know when you're in your dating scene, have the understanding of what it is of what you're expecting or would like in marriage and govern yourself accordingly in your dating stage. That dating phase is like very important. It sets the tone. That's the best way I can say it. Your dating phase sets the tone for the person that you want to end up having marriage with. And I'm going to give you another thing. Men... They know if a woman that they've encountered, that they're seeing, they'll know if they want to marry you in the first date. They pretty much will know in the first date (laughs) if they want to marry you. By the second or third date, if they haven't determined that they want to marry you, they might consider you, but you were not definitely the one that they had like saw and knew that you were going to be marriage material, that that's the woman I want to marry. I guarantee you, because most men already know the qualities subconsciously of what it is that they're looking for and it speaks to them right away so if you are sitting around with a man who's not showing that he's invested in you and he's like definitely like falling for you and what have you and you don't see those don't sit around and waste your time because that's exactly what will happen it'll waste your time (laughs) you might grow you might learn some lessons. You might use it as a stepping stone, which you can do that. But if you're, like, your whole point and your whole like, mission is to end up being with someone to get married, then understand the difference between those relationships. That some relationships are those that will like, put you into a place of being prepared for marriage, but that's not your marriage-like relationship. And some are those that then you're destined to be committed to that person, and then it will result in marriage. So understand that there's a difference between those. I'm going to take some water because I'm talking a lot, as usual, because I talk a lot. So let me just take some water. Are you taking some water? Matter of fact, this is our sip tea moment now. (laughs) So take some water. Mm. (sighs) This topic right here, though, we could probably have like two or three topics all in this one little topic and then air that different episodes. Okay. Okay. Here's something else. Here's something else in regards to considering marriage. Men, you have about a 5 to 10% attention span when it comes to talking, like when issues come up. Females, we like to talk with emotions. <laughs> so you have to find someone who can communicate with you properly. Someone that matches your communication. So if men already have like a low attention span and you like to just cut through the chase, or if you know that you're like an emotional talker, or you know that you're one that like you say the wrong things, you're going to fly off the handle. You don't want a female that is going to trigger the negative side of that. You want someone that's going to compliment your communication. So most men don't want a female that's just yelling at them. It doesn't work. Even if they like had a mom and she just did everything yelling around the house and whatever, most men will try to get the opposite of that (laughs) because they're tired of it. And then there's some that are so used to it that they're just like tune you out, but they'll deal with it, right? But that's not real communication. So find someone that can actually communicate, that can talk, that can get their point across to you or that can learn how to communicate with you without yelling without the shouting without the disrespect without trying to only like you know take their own perspective like find someone that can like complement the way that you communicate so that you're also being able to have a voice heard like that's the most important thing that i have found is that for women they want to have a voice they want to know that their feelings or opinions or however they're um, wanting things to go matters and that you're hearing them and that it's going to make a difference And men want to be able to feel as though they're steering it, (laughs) and they want to feel as though, like, you know, the way and how they're proposing that things go, that that's how it's going to be. And it can't be dogmatic like that. That's the word that I'm going to use, dogmatic. Dogmatic means basically like it's like this. It's going to be like that. And it's because I said so. And, and, you know, nothing is going to work if you're trying to be dogmatic. And if you're looking at someone for marriage, you have to find someone that's not dogmatic. It has to be something that is going to allow you to have your voice. And that's on both sides. And I'm going to give you like a quick like funny tip is that at the end of the day, women, though, women pretty much run everything anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But she's got to be a smart woman, though. (laughs) But women pretty much run everything anyway. So if you got a whole lot of chaos going on, better believe it's because of that woman. Because she pretty much steers. She can steer the emotions that happen. She can steer, uh, you know, when there's, like, peace. She can steer a number of different things. Now, you could have a crazy man, though, and you could be trying to steer him, and he just not be the one for you. And that's why there's chaos, because you could be trying to steer some things, and it's chaotic because you got the wrong man or the wrong female. And so she just doesn't know how to steer you properly. So keep that in mind. So the man is the head, but the female is the neck, and she's the one that's moving you. So you've got to find someone that moves you and that you can trust to move. But at the end of the day, she knows that it's got to be him. At the end of the day, that makes those decisions, and she's guiding him in the proper way. So there's so many things to talk on under the subject, and I really, you know, I really want to take some feedback on, you know, from some of the listeners after they hear it, and. Get their questions on it and then come back around to the same episode because I feel like there's so many things to touch on when it comes to marriage. Like, oh, here's a good question. This is one I know that will come up. When you get married, say you're a female who had like a lot of male friends before, what happens with those male friends once you get married? What happens to them? Do they disappear? Do you tell them I'm married? You know, we can't really be talking the same way. Were they really friends or were they guys that were having like an interest in you from like the, you know, the background, but they never really spoke on it? Like, is it safe to keep them around? That's the real question. And how would your husband be feeling then if you do have a lot of male friends? Does he trust you? Okay, now let's do the reverse. Let's say your husband has a lot of female friends. Most females don't trust other females as friends (laughs) because we know that most females have like a sneaky side to them. But it's also the same way on the other side. Most guys are not going to trust men to be friends with their wives because of the fact that they know that most men have like ulterior motives. They have like a liking to females and so they'll remain their friend but still have something in the background for them. But what happens? Can your husband have female friends being married to you or do they have to be your friends too? So if your partner has friends of the opposite sex, does that mean that they have to become your friends also in order to stay around? Can you trust them to have friends on the side? And if so, like, what's considered, like, the friend? Quote, the friend. Like, who's considered, like, real friends and who's not? Because, you know, those friends can actually start a whole lot of trouble and arguments when it comes to marriage. You've got to know which of those have to, like, disappear and which of those can actually stay around. If you can't have the same kind of conversation or do the same kind of things in the hanging out with those friends around your spouse, you feel uncomfortable or you feel like your spouse is going to be uncomfortable, those aren't your real friends to stay around when you're married. So it has to be like those friends can basically, if, if the time comes, they can basically be sitting around at a table, hanging out, chilling and what have you with your partner and everybody's comfortable. And if they're not, they're not the friend to stay around. you got to find a way to reposition them. You can have them be like a friend from the past, and every now and then you guys kind of check on each other, or you don't even have to check on each other. It just be someone like when you see them, it's polite, it's cool. You can still follow them on social media, but there's not that contact. They can't have that same kind of reach because it can be a threat to your, to your marriage. And most people don't really acknowledge that, and they won't respect that, and it becomes a battle. You have to learn what's considered a battle and what's not. And anything that can cause your partner to feel uncomfortable is considered a battle that you don't fight. You try to always make sure that your partner is comfortable with whom and who you choose to be around and who you choose to be included. Because if they're having one-on-one conversations with you and what have you, that's included in your marriage. (laughs) So, are you comfortable with friends of the opposite sex being with your spouse? That's a question to ask yourself. And you can have that conversation with your own friends. Like, oh, what about such and such? And what about such and such? I'd love to hear what happens with the conversations that you all have after listening to that question. Talk about it with your friends and tell me what you came up with. I'd love to hear some of the feedback, whether it be from some of the guys or some of the girls. Like, guys, talk about it with your other guys. Like, if your woman had this friend, like, how would you feel? I'd be really interested to hear some of the feedback. Okay, so considering marriage. Here's another point. This one is a big one. Finances in marriage. Finances in marriage. Who takes the bulk of the finances? Is it the man like 70 30? Or is it like 100%? Or is it like 50 50? Like, what's your preference level? That's an important thing that you have to think about like before marriage like do you want to be like taken care of as a woman do you still feel like you have a voice if he's the primary like caregiver and as a man are you able to still let your your wife be your partner if you're the one that's taking primary finance the financial responsibility and it's the same thing as the other way around as a woman could you be the one supporting your husband Like, with the roles reversed, how does that change the dynamic? Can you still, like, respect your husband as being, like, the main decision maker in the house? And, you know, those are things that are, like, really important when it comes to marriage. But this particular topic, we're going to talk about in other parts of the season because this has so many other elements to it. But this was just to give you, like, some feelers on it. But, again, marriage, are you really considering it? Because it's not for the weak at heart. This is The Dish with Shayla Brown. Tune in for next episode, Wednesday Hump Day.